0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
0: For some years, Irish families have been having children abroad through surrogacy, but in Ireland, this has often left them in a legal limbo, with one or even sometimes both parents not being recognised as such legally. That situation is about to change. Kathy Wheatley is spokesperson for Irish Families through surrogacy. Kathy, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. Now, as you understand it, Cathy, what's the change in legislation going to be?
1: Well, all going well and fingers crossed. And, and, you know, until we have the piece of paper in our hands, I think we'll we'll be um, still cautious but hugely optimistic that it will mean that finally our families will be equal and our children will be recognised. And the hope really is that the surrogacy is being included in the Assisted Human Reproduction Bill, That's going to start going through um, Cabinet in the next couple of weeks Um, and hopefully then the law will be put in place and and we can finally say that we are legally recognised as the parents of our children.
0: Uh, Meaning though that in in, in effect that that legally commercial surrogacy in other countries uh, will be recognised and therefore the parents will be recognised uh, as the legitimate parents of the child.
1: Well, I think the way that it is, you know, with the domestic model provides for a compensated surrogacy model and the international surrogacy arrangements will have to follow the same criteria. So our amazing surrogates, like here or abroad, they shouldn't be out of pocket. They shouldn't have loss of earnings. And we have to make sure that those expenses are provided for. But one thing that it would be amazing is the establishment of the regulatory authority is really key. And that's one of the things that's included in the in the report and and hopefully the coming AHR bill, it's the pre-approval of surrogacy arrangements. And and what that'll do, Sean, really is it'll effectively funnel people through the right channels and and help make sure that exploitation doesn't take place. Um, And, you know, within all areas of assisted human reproduction, there are commercial elements, both abroad and here in our own IVF clinics as well. Mm. So what we're really hoping for is, you know, that there is some way, some, some way, some pathway for people to make sure that they don't make bad decisions. I suppose the last few years, people like us, families like ours, we were left in no man's land without regulation, without legislation and when we established Irish Families Through Surrogacy, it wasn't just to fight for the rights of our children but it was to try and, I suppose, guide people um, and, and there is strength in the accumulated experience that we now have and I suppose going forward, if we can amalgamate that with the government departments and evolve it into a regulatory authority, then we want to really safeguard everybody involved, our surrogates, us, whether that's here or abroad, but most importantly, the kids. And that's what it's about, I suppose, is, is the kids.
0: Yeah, no, indeed. Though at the same time, if it, in the future, the government will recognise a surrogacy in other countries where perhaps not paid, people aren't paid for it, but are given some sort of financial supports, but that's still banned in this country. Is that correct?
1: No, I mean, I I don't work for the government and we don't know what way it's going to... <laughs> I wish I did. What way it's going to come out? But um, no, no, I, I don't think that's correct. So, I mean, basically, the, the international surrogacy model will have to follow the, the same criteria um, as the domestic surrogacy model. And domestic surrogacy is not just purely altruistic. It is allowing for a compensation to the surrogates involved where you run into problems and I suppose is, is if it's surrogacy for profit and mm. that's what the regulatory authority is trying to make sure doesn't happen um, and it's not about the surrogates should absolutely be compensated. Um, it's it's not about them, it's about the agencies and I suppose as as they, they, in the committee the government called them the bad actors um, and without regulation these bad actors or these bad agencies or, or this exploitation you know will continue to happen and so what the government are really trying to do in line with other countries as well. This isn't just new to Ireland. Um in the UK parental orders are are, are approved and recognised from international surrogacy arrangements as well in Canada. Mm. So you know we're we're not we're not the first to do it, but we'll, we'll certainly be or ours will be the most up to date legislation. And how proud should we be of being a progressive country who's who's able to tackle the big challenges and take them on. But making sure, I mean, literally making sure, and and this is the thing, no matter what, anybody, anybody who has to, and, and I say have to because most people have to go through surrogacy because of medical conditions. Um, and then obviously you have same-sex couples who have to go through surrogacy, mm. but the medical conditions that people have means they have to go through surrogacy. But they've already been on a long and arduous journey, and what they want is to make sure that everybody is protected. I certainly don't want Ivana, who carried my children, to anyway be exploited. And nobody, no mother, father, family in Ireland would want that. Um, And so what what we're hoping now is that the government has given us the tools the tools to actually mean that that we can securely make the best decisions for everyone involved and, and avoid those situations. Because of course, Sean, they do happen. You know what I mean. We we understand that, and what we're trying to do is make sure that we avoid those situations um, where those things take place. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, but but for
0: parents, uh, just to, uh, for people who don't <coughs> might not be aware of this, but for parents who have co- who have returned to the country. Uh, um, uh, with a child that, uh, that came about through surrogacy uh, it, it would be say for instance it would be often the case that the mother is legally a stranger to that child yeah. and, and, then, so, and can they then apply for guardianship of some of some time or, or some yeah, type so over a period way- of time
1: yeah, the way that it has worked current or up to now is that the the father um is proved through DNA evidence, and the child can establish citizenship through that and return to the country. Um, the mother then has to live with the child and care for the child for two years. Um, In order to apply for guardianship. And after two years, you can apply for guardianship of your own children uh, in order to um, make sure that you have a legal relationship. But that legal relationship ends when they're 18. And I suppose we all know that that's not the reality of life. You don't stop becoming a mother or father just because your child reaches 18.
0: Mm. Do you, uh, and as far as you know, this proposed legislation, the assisted reproduction bill, will that apply retrospectively for people?
1: Yeah, we've we've been assured that there will be cases that it will apply retrospectively. Um, And obviously, you know, you'll have to have your documents and everything in place as well and going forward. But what I would hope is, I actually don't have guardianship of my children at the moment. My children are three years old since yesterday. um, So we got great. Birthday news. Ted and Elsie blew out their birthday candles on the day that we got the news that hopefully I'll finally be recognised legally as their mother. And oh, so, gosh. yeah, it, and, it was it, it was surreal.
0: Yeah, and I just uh, and just explain to the listeners: Kathy uh, and her partner have twins now. Also, um, maybe a lot of people don't know that, but but uh, Ukraine traditionally has been a big centre for surrogacy and. Obviously, the, 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 the couple uh, tend to form a very strong uh, bond with the surrogate mother. In, in in Kathy's case, this is a woman called Ivana, who now lives with you.
1: Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah, and, and it was, you know, it was absolutely, she was there yesterday celebrating their birthday. And we always knew that she would obviously be part of our lives. You know, she gave birth to our children. Um, it's really important that the children know their story, have their identity, know where they come from, that nobody is invisible in this. Um, but we didn't quite realise that we'd all be living in a little two bedroom <laughs> cottage in County Wakelow three years later. Um
0: no, indeed, and no.
1: I- you, Ivana you... said to me randomly, she went, Caddy, this is like a film. How am I here? And I said, I, I don't know Ivana, but uh we're very grateful. She has three children of her own, um and um her mum is now here as well. And so we're yeah, we're I suppose we're testament to the fact that you can be sisters without being related by blood, and, and the the women, the women and the sisterhood that's involved in somebody else carrying your child is is really phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Now, and you when 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 the invasion started, is it right? You went and kind of flew over and, and got it. I Ivana.
1: did. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I lost my mind a little bit there, Sean, for a while, but I had to because <laughs> what I always say to everybody is is that she was in danger, her children were in danger, and I told her when she gave birth to my children. I told her that she would always be part of her family. And I suppose that was the time to put into action the promises that I made. So I did. I got there. I flew over to Romania. I went across the border into Ukraine. um, And we got her to the um, refugee camp on the other side of the border. And I went in there and I I I got to her, and and what I always say to everybody is that she carried my family, and now is my time to carry her family.
0: Yeah. Uh, so how many of you are in the
1: house now? Oh, oh, madness, madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's me, my husband, Ivana, her three kids, our twins, Ivana's mom. Uh, 120
0: sheep uh, three dogs <laughs> two cats and anyone else who wants to come down to- <laughs> Right well okay well then uh, fair, fair dues for uh, for having a, a relatively peaceful phone line then with all that going on in the background Cathy thanks a million for speaking with us today uh, uh, best to you and your massive extended family as well that was Cathy Wheatley there spokesperson for Irish families through surrogacy
1: Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank?